Hi everyone, welcome to Finding Answers. This is Uttam Gupta, your host for the show. The goal with this show is to introduce you to the people and ideas that will help you get answers to all your questions regarding life, career and business so that we together can learn and grow every single day. While listening throughout this podcast, if you learn something or hear something that you feel is interesting and thought-provoking, then I encourage you to take note of it and share it on your social media and tag me and this podcast. So on the show today we have someone who is just 23-24 but is building world's largest content marketplace. He's the co-founder of Pepper Content which he started while he was in college with his buddy Anirudh Singhala. They are currently creating the largest curated community of content creators across the world through an AI enabled platform and they have raised 4.2 million dollars in series A from Lightspeed Venture Partners and a fantastic set of angel investors across India and Silicon Valley. In this episode, we'll dive into Rishabh's journey and how he was able to do all of these great things while he was still in college and how he sees the future of content industry. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Hi Rishabh, uh, I welcome you to the podcast. I'm super excited for this conversation. How are you doing? Uh, thanks, thanks for coming. You know, same here. Excited as well. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, uh, we have we are back in office uh, okay. after a year almost. You know, feeling energetic. I'm telling you, you know, work from home has its perks, but the the efficiency, the energy of being in an office is unmatched. So yeah. that has you know kept my models high right now. <laughs> I remember we had a conversation where you were telling me recently bought the office and now again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the fact is we, we took this office in April, new office. We are expanding yeah. rapidly. So we had to take a new office. We did the inauguration day only one day and then the lockdown happened. So, you know, we have been paying rent for two months and we are like, Shit, we need to get back. So as soon as the Maharashtra government allowed us, we were just back in office on the first day. Yeah. I really wanted to put out your story to people so that like it has great power to inspire more people. So tell me, how did Pepper content started? How your and Anirudh's journey started? How did it all begin? Yeah, I think, you know, the story goes back to almost 2016, 2017, right? 2016, first year of college, Bits Pilani, you know, uh, the college is in our village. There's nothing else to do. You can only talk to other people. So that's when me and Anirudh met for the first time in a common college group. We both had a passion for MUNs. If you have heard of them, Model United Nations, right? And that's a, that was a common shared club that we had. Like first year, we really did not interact that much, to be honest. You know, just club-based work and, you know. But second year, you know, we happened to have the same wing. So he was staying two rooms uh, ahead of me, right? And that's when we started talking a lot, you know. That's when we did... You know, execute a, a big event for the a club that we were both in. And that's when, uh, you know, that, and at the end of the first year in the summers, basically of 2017, that he was, uh, Anirudh was interning at your story. So a very interesting story that you tell everyone is that Anirudh got into your story after mailing seven of its executives five times each night. So that's a story that we used to tell, you know, tell very often. And that's when, when he was writing for them, right? He's a profiling writer. You must read what he writes, right? Uh, he realized that there's a huge market, uh, you know, left untapped, uh, you know, for content creation, especially in India, right? So he was earning a lot from the US uh, freelancing, but there was no similar opportunity in India, right? 
and that's mm-hmm. when we thought that let's do it i think mm-hmm. we were just being uh, i think at that time ignorance was bliss for us you know we did not really know about the the agency thing or you know how any other platform works right we were like ki koi aur hai nahi let's do it right and had we known that probably agencies are doing some stuff like that or something like that we would have started so sometimes ignorance is bliss right mm-hmm. and that's when we started right we just you know with such zero percent attendance we weren't going to classes anyhow so let's do something you know initial one two months we just you know talking to folks you know not not very aggressively just you know very basic market research and i think october 16th uh, 2017 is when we formally launched launch right ki ha ab hum dhanda karenge wo wali baat hai i think you know first one year it was just do we you know what paul gram says you know do things that don't scale the first one year it was very 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 I say manual. Everything was on mails and sheets and all. Me and Anil used to end up writing the writing the fifty percent of articles ourselves. So you know that is a joke that we tell that me and Anil probably have collectively written slash edited ten thousand articles. Ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember. You know, I at one point I was the so they are currently in the editor there. We have forty fifty reviewers that review articles on a daily basis. Uh, it's it's strange to think that at one time I was the one reviewing every article that went through paper, right? So I think uh, things have changed a lot. Things have been crazy, right? Yeah, that's how we started. I think uh, 2018 is when we started taking it very seriously. You know, when we hit for the first time four lakhs of revenue in a month. Mm-hmm. I think as college folks, you know, that's a huge, huge sum, right? You know, you were in which year at that time? Twenty-seven, 18 is when we graduated in third year. So 2017 is second year. 2018 is third year, right? So uh, for one year we were just doing it. 2018 is when we August of 2018 when the third year starts is the first time you know we got four lakhs of revenue. That is when it got really really serious, right? We were seeing that there is market, there is demand. Uh, the only challenge we are facing is that we are in college. People weren't really taking us that seriously. So we started a bit, you know, we just started hiding that fact altogether, right? So I think yeah. uh, that worked well out for us. I think then the next one year was just you know managing the third the the grant of engineering. Uh, we both were very active in our school, you know, extracurricular. So I had mm-hmm. used to head two departments, and Anurud was heading one another department and a fest, right? Mm-hmm. So I think managing that with you know this and then social life. Obviously, you know, engineering college, you must know. Right? Yeah. So I think it was all, and it was. I think that was the first lesson in time management. To be honest, mm-hmm. it was probably preparing us for what is now our daily lives, right? Uh, but yeah, I think post third year, we decided to take the plan. Let's see where it goes. And uh, you know, just to know that there was no funding at this point. Mm-hmm. We are just making pro, you know, revenue. Not not very high, but you know, we are thinking, we let's see what days it goes. Mm-hmm. And then seed happened. Series A happened. We grew exponentially. And here we are. Lucky to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned one point that it like we had to hide and do stuff. And I wanted to talk about that. That when we when you are in such a good college, that which is a very good college. I just graduated from SRCC. So what happens? The peer pressure is a lot. Like you are sometimes looked upon like when you do something else. what you are supposed to do like i am i i was in finance college so if you are not into management consulting or uh, investment banking then or you are doing designing photography so then people feel like what are you even doing like they don't give you that much respect so 
was it difficult for you that you chose to do content writing being in myths and everything yeah yeah so we were in a very unsexy business right content writing was not a very sexy you know we were right. throwing words like ai and ml <laughs> and shit right and that was it i think i had a very very good friend circle they never looked down upon me as such mm-hmm. but i think it's it's our own insecurities that get to us right you know when when someone gets a foreign that i see my friends interning in london in new york yeah. you know, they are going to facebook and all of that i think you always doubt that and i think it's okay you know anybody mm-hmm. who says that they did not do not doubt that themselves in the starting is probably lying i, I don't right. think that's possible right Agreed. you always have you always think of a plan b you always think of you know what this if what if this doesn't work out right, right. i think that was there but you no know, frankly people may not be excited enough to join us but mm-hmm. they were uh, condescending ki ha what you're doing is shit right so i think i think that i think the peer group was very good to be honest you know mm-hmm. I, i i was able to pass because of the peer group right you need <laughs> those friends to make those projects right i think that was good the support was fantastic right but yeah it wasn't a sexy business you know it mm-hmm. wasn't uh, something that that people would think of being big enough you know mm-hmm. i think if, even where we have already reached right i think that's that would be a surprise for many people yeah so here i want you to give like a message or advice for people like for students if they are into like certain college and they want to do something as like they want to step out of that rat race and break that stereotype how they can do that because it's difficult when you like, as you i think say, i think i think with them we we one thing that uh, we have uh, well one or two things that we have done wrong as a society in terms of entrepreneurship is right is first is the first that we haven't really told what really entrepreneurship is about mm-hmm. so when we think of an entrepreneur or a business owner right we always think of flashy cars and you know the the good stuff and you know in terms of startups all all college students think of startup is ai ml right and and coding and you know very in world changing shit and strategy right. and all of this big you know terms product management right what we haven't been able to tell them very very clearly is that it is 80% just putting in the work you know half of the time you will be just reading documents half of the time you will be just sending mails you know mm-hmm. just copy pasting stuff in excel just making sure that the data that You know, of the work that you did is right invoicing you know very very non sexy very tedious stuff that we haven't really told about so the, and and you calling so we term it as business sales right mm-hmm. a lot of it is grunt work right you need to mm-hmm. get leads you need to get to a sale right so what happened initially was you know when we tried we recruited bits and folks and asked them to do calls right we have done that we had already done that for a year right anurag was making 1500 calls a day and suddenly the, they thought that this was beneath them right i think you know that is what you know we haven't made the expectation setting very clear ki if you have to do something you know a, a lot of my job was just calling up writers and telling them ki bhai kaam kar de na right mm-hmm. follow up right mm-hmm. that's that right. was a kaam right but people were i don't know what they came in uh, what the expectations were Uh, you know for them to come in and just suddenly pitch it to a mckinsey or a bain so that doesn't how that is not how it works right so i think uh, that one thing advice is that get into it you know it will be tough you know and it would be not be anything that you expected it to be but it eventually gets there 
सो दिंक दैट आई यूज टू थिंक मुझे करना चाहिए नाउ आई गेट टू डू दैट सब बट यू कैन नॉट स्कीप Right. So there's a line, right? So uh, you go through fifty feet of shit to come out of the other side. I think that 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 is what entrepreneurship is about. You need the, you will come out on the other side. You know, you will come out on the greener side, but you will have to go through the fifty you know feet of shit. That there is no alternative to that. I think first thing is that, and and secondly is you know, don't overdo the finding. You know, doing going out of the rat box for each thing. Like, I think you know because because of social media, hmm. entrepreneurship and thing have been so glamorized, right? Mm-hmm. That people even if they don't want to, will probably do it because I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mm-hmm. founder, right? Yeah. Every other LinkedIn post, every other LinkedIn bio is founder, so and so and so, right? I think everyone should do it who wants to do it. They shouldn't do it because they think you know they'll. you know i think you should stick in for people and the problem not for the money and the glam that's mm-hmm. yeah. it so i think if you really really feel for the people that you're working for if you're enjoying the work right if you can sit for 10 hours just you know go through 10000 rows of excel and still enjoy the work because you like the people that you are surrounded then you're sorted yeah 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 and i very much agree to what all you have said and uh Two days back only, I was telling to my junior that uh, so I was in my second year when I started working with Bravo, and uh, I was studying. I, I was studying in SRCC, so very lucrative placements and everything all around there. And then I chose to not take a very glamorous job and work to build the startup, which I have been part from the very uh, part of it from the very beginning. And I was telling to my junior that the beauty of the startup. Uh, is that you get to uh, work on a lot of things you get a lot of exposure but the other side is also that not always you will get to do the things that you want to do you will yeah. have to do uh, dirty things and you have to be okay with that yeah, yeah exactly okay. Okay. Well, they, the whatever the company you know uh, wants you need to do that that's that's as simple as that yeah 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 and in that process only you will learn by doing multiple things and you have to exactly 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 agreed I think you know, Otto. You know, um, uh, or although you're interviewing, you invited me for a podcast. I would like to highlight is you are also very like. I think you are a year junior to me. What's your age, by the way? If you, if you don't mind sharing. I just graduated my three-year uh, BCom honors. So, so you must be twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, exactly, twenty-one. Exactly. So you, I'm twenty-three, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, it's very rarely do I get to talk to folks that are younger than us. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, age has been a very good factor for us everyone is just already a bit impressed because we are young but i think uh, suddenly i now feel ki there are younger folks than me who are doing good good amazing stuff right so i think kudos to you also on that thank man means a lot to hear from you uh now i like i am very much interested in building stuff and that's why i am enjoying the journey with bahu right. and all stuff now right. i want to like dive deep into how did you build this, uh, things from ground zero how did you get your first set of clients how did you talk to people and everything around that so let's start with how did you get your first set of clients 10 50 100 clients right i think first set of clients i was in bulda you know i told this story somewhere else as well ki kehna ki there are multiple facebook groups you know again nothing nothing very extraordinary very simple approach there were multiple Simple Facebook groups where the the topic is content writers required. 
right so a lot of company a lot of folks just used to put in a request ki mm-hmm. i need right x so and so cost and people then used to bid ki ha i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it we what we started doing is directly messaging them on facebook ki bhai we will do it for you we are a company we are not a freelancer at doing that pitch ki we are some bits and all of that right so i think that is when we started getting mm-hmm. uh clients i think first client we got through a facebook group only the first client was 200 articles um uh, at the lowest rate anyone could ever work i think it was 0.1 rupees per word oh, <laughs> right so and that's why we had to write all those articles ourselves but you know those 15000 rupees you know i think that was the starting point i, I remember the day we got that 15000 rupees in our bank account december 13 2017 i know it was i think it was a big big day for us that's sweet yeah so uh, that also tells that you don't need to figure out everything from the very beginning actually yeah yeah so i think doing, and then you realized it is a problem that you have to go so much hustle and bustle to find clients i think you know and that th- 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 this has been a learning constantly right i we still learn you know we are launching products we are launching features we are launching a lot of stuff we are launching content properties you know uh, i think that's the best thing with us that we do a lot of stuff you know the point is you don't overdo the planning part you just mm. do something and then better it i think you know with our pepper type product with our self sub product a lot of things that you see we have realized that it's okay to be not be 100% prepared by the starting because if you do that then you won't ever launch right because we are like i and i'll go on the limb and accept this on uh, publicly that a lot of email drips as basic as email drips have been established post making a product lines Right. Mm-hmm. So, and if if your product if your product is killed because of not having emails, then your product did not have a PMF in the first place. Yeah. Right. I think that's very clear. Yeah. So I think if if the basic hygiene stuff is what kills your product, I think then the product wasn't meant to be in the first place. So I think it's okay. It's okay. Just go ahead and launch. You can you know you can make the homepage look better. or the you know font different some other day but if you don't launch today you won't be able to you know see how it, the market is receiving it <laughs> so other thing that anyone faces who is just a solopreneur or who is in uh, college is to get people to work with him hire team because you are yourself a student how do you hire people like uh, yeah I think you know uh, after a point it gets easier. Obviously, you know I think to hire someone right now it would be very easier than two years ago. I think at the end of the day, right, Uttam, every founder, every solopreneur needs to be a great storyteller, right? Mm. So the point is, uh, if I sit with you, right, mm. at the end of it, you you must be able to tell me that you will fucking be more richer, you know, bigger than what Jeff Bezos is or Amazon is. Right? <laughs> the point is, how do you create a conviction in people that yeah ye banda jo bol raha hai it's very logical mm-hmm. it looks fancy and it looks achievable by the plan that he is saying ye pehle ye karenge ye karenge ye karenge ye karenge ye karenge when i am hearing a story right i won't question ki ye itni alli to nahi hoga right and i that's also i think a great storytelling is very important you know how do you uh, and storytelling is not selling no storytelling mm-hmm. is being convinced by your own story so much that mm. it comes up as the truth so mm. there's a difference right that like, yeah. i am trying to sell a product ki hawa ye le le tu isme de fayda isme ye fayda then i'm telling ki i'll use this product and i'll make it so big 
I don't care about the money I want to work with you just because with the passion yeah yeah and i think you know um, not to brag but i we have been also been lucky that there some people have just said ki you know after talking to you folks you realize ki aise log ke sath kaam karna and that's yeah. why i said initially right ki yeah. start you know more than the money and the glamour part of it it's about mm-hmm. the people it's about the people and the problems so i personally would give anything to work with these folks right i the folks that i currently work with i love them to death right so i think until you need to have that conviction those people that you work with and if you then only it's easy right startups are hard it's it's very very hard right I, how much we enjoy talking it, it doesn't take up the fact that it's very very hard right so what makes that hard bearable is the people that you surround yourself with and i think that's that's very important absolutely now when you are talking about it's hard so what are the like what have been like some of the really low points in building this uh, startup yeah i i tell this very openly i i think we have been lucky you know we have been in the right time in the right place we have had great support from folks you know people have people have been so convinced of us at times that we have had doubts ki why is this person so convinced of us right so i think you know i want uh, you know people other start you know other people other success stories are way 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 you know more tougher than ours so in in some sense of the word i think one thing that uh, one interesting you know thing was we we were able to take salaries for three months in 2019 and that is when it was very very tough you know i think uh, we all came from good decent and a background so in middle class families we could have asked for money but at the end of the day when you're venturing out something on your own you want to not yeah Yeah. at the end, end of asking money right yeah. i think those three months four months were interesting uh you know i think the first seed round uh the initially we weren't getting much headwind at the end of it we got oversubscribed by 2.53x but you know initially for stuff you know i think those were the i think uh, you know utham the i'm answering it wrongly because for us for me personally the, it it's never those you know tough moments ki ek din ek maine salary nahi aayi ya fir ye nahi hua kaam to hamesha karte hain bekar ho jata hai you you work through it right yeah. that toughest part of all of this is always you know 
the highs and the lows of your own emotions mm. one week the one week you are face feeling that bhai this is the next unicorn mm. and you are like nothing what will stop this from becoming yeah. a unicorn then next day suddenly you are like yeah this is too hard this won't work and you know, i think do that variability yeah, you know that and and when you are done especially when you are young right, you have this you have to fight the imposter syndrome constantly <laughs> yeah. right because yeah and this is something that i especially talk to college students right you always fight you know you are hiding three people that have done kick ass work in their in life they are 10 years ahead of you mm. and they are still listening to you and you always have this fight with yourself ki am i worthy of you know worthy is a very strong word but you get my point right yeah yeah and you always have to constantly the right find them to like guide them or lead exactly them. exactly 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 so you know i think that imposters in them fight every night you need to convince yourself that no you are you are doing the right thing you know you are you are on the right track so i think that's the biggest struggle in all of this not the not the work you know work work is tough everywhere you know mehnat to har koi karta hai mehnat to har koi karta hai it's about learning and everything and the bad side is that it will it always stays no matter uh, how much you grow even if you talk to people who are 35 they say that uh, like they question themselves sometimes so i don't know i think i will will have to wait 10 15 years for that to see but i think yeah, yeah i think i've heard from people you know i've heard the same story from people but yeah, i think you know it's a it's a it's it may be necessary even of some some mm-hmm. as well you know mm-hmm. uh you but yeah yeah it may spiral out of hands for some people so mm-hmm. you need to have a very strong will power in that sense so i think mm-hmm. you know uh, at the end of it you are wherever you are because of your own efforts so mm-hmm. always pat yourself on the back for that right right so so uh, coming back to like coming to a shorter uh, answer of the question who were your first 10 uh, or 15 set of people who you hired and how did you hire them yeah we were in college right so all of 10 first 10 15 people were from college only yeah? oh. juniors सस्ते लोग चाहिए थे बाहर से तो पैसे ला नहीं सकते थे जूनियर्स को स्टार्टअप्स का थोड़ा सा बेच के यू नो चार पांच हजार दस हजार की साइपेंट्स पे you know for the first one and a half years of the company we the founders did not take any uh, salary because it was passive so mm. interns were there they right so all these mm. you know smart folks we used to sell them paper and then get them in uh, uh, you know very luckily our core team comprises of six seven bits in folks you know either of our batch or for a junior batch right mm. i think that has helped us you know and at the end of it because you, at such an early age right when you're doing stuff and especially while in college as well right so uh, you develop bonds you develop friendships you develop you know strong i think and that is one thing again i will tell to the people that like, startups are tough not because you know the work is tough because the the perspective of every person that you work with is different mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you may have another opinion on something and your partner may have another opinion on something Mm-hmm. make sure that you you only work with people that you can survive a fight with every day of your life 
like so it, that's a very important thing so if you can't fight a, you know if you can't survive a fight with the same person every mm-hmm. day of your life for the, at least the next 5 years then you won't be able to work together in a circle that's a great like, lesson right there like i think you know even me and her like we we fight a lot because we that, that's how we grow if we mm-hmm. don't have, if we all, always agree to everything we'll end up making so many wrong decisions right Absolutely. but at the end of it you know we 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 quarrel we say in hey, this is right this is wrong and that's how you grow but at the end of it and this is what happens right? there are five meetings in a meeting we one to two how many lagai hogi what will be and bhai baje we are in another meeting very normal acting as if nothing happened right mm-hmm. so i think that is very very important skill that everyone mm-hmm. needs to learn is nothing is personal everything is on professional level and if you can't put that aside right i think it will get so annoying it will get so tough i think that is one of the biggest lessons to be honest mm-hmm. if i have to you know rank rank it right right right, right. so did you face any challenges from your family or somewhere uh... no yeah i think uh, luckily both of our families were very supporting they were always very slightly you know doubtful obviously i like, my, even, even after my seed round right and seed round happened in october november 2019 january mein mere placements se bits ke so mm-hmm. mai, mai, my mom said very suddenly ki ek baar bank ke dekh to le kya jaata hai i like ab investors ka paisa le liye nahi baith sakta <laughs> so it was it was crazy that is but yeah my family has been very very supportive there yeah i think uh, they have always asked me to be very cautious of what i do never have told me to what to what to do. Mm, yeah 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 so, i think that's a privilege i think and just putting it out there that's mm-hmm. a privilege i right? to have a family so supportive that's a very very big privilege so mm-hmm. if you don't have that i i am really Sorry, I hope your parents come across for you, but yeah, it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Now I want to understand that you raised a seed round when you were in college, and then you recently raised Series A as well, four point two million, a lot of money are there. So how did you raised money? What was your approach? What did you do during college, and then? Right, I think what worked for us, you know, you know, in spite of being in college, we had decent revenues. Mm-hmm. Right, so we had we had decent revenue, and that's what got people interested. Mm-hmm. So, so the point is, content as a buzzword was obviously picking up back in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Right, yeah. people have started realizing that. Then they see two founders, young, mm-hmm. energetic, that have revenues of some sort, mm-hmm. and we had good clients as well. Right, so clients should be actually made that make is better because your story connects with one another. Mm-hmm. So people were very bullish. What happened was initially we were mentored by a few folks. Mm-hmm. and these also industry experts and they were very, so himan jalan sir you know uh, md of indigo paints that recently got public right he mm-hmm. was also one of the folks that we, we we got mentored by in thai pune we were in a, a thai pune company so mm-hmm. we used to go to pune to meet all of these folks right? so a lot of um, i think a lot of sense of uh, a lot of maturity came from talking to these folks you know we we did not have a tech product back then but we had a vision of where we are going because everything that we were doing on sheets or mail we had to automate that on a product and that's why we had absolute clarity mm. so i think that is what you know i think but yeah the biggest selling point was two things the the how big the market is and how big we can grow and mm. second that even though we are in college we mm. already had the revenues decent revenues i think we based for the first time You know, uh, I think our yearly revenue thirty lakhs, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that is what people got people excited. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, when you raised that seed, seed, seed round, so had you figured out how do you want to scale and how do you make product and everything? Yeah, yeah. So you know when you are raising money, you know you give people a growth plan and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it 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 really sticks to that in essence, right? Again, you know projections, uh, mm-hmm. uh, analysis, and all of mm-hmm. these stuff is very new to us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No seed, but we don't do this. Right? Abhi hai, we have we have experienced folks that know what a budgeting versus forecasting and all of that stuff is. Right? Pehle to tha ki abhi dhatis lagye, isko importantly dein. That was the bare minimum. Now it's like the writers month on month growth, week on week growth, number of words and all that. Now it's very granular. It's very mm-hmm. very directed. Right? Us time it was very basic. Ki abhi projections you know really collide something will be better something will be worse you know all of that stuff not only in terms of revenue in terms of very other things right user brands churn all of that stuff but you know you obviously you obviously have to have a guiding light and that's yeah. what projections and mm-hmm. things are right yeah. you'll have a sense of ki ha mere ko yahan tak pahunchna hai ab yahan tak karne ke liye kya kya karne ke liye you then create the annual operating plan and all of that mm-hmm. okay so but right but now- just just as a disclaimer these AOPs, you know, these annual budgets, annual uh, forecasts. These can be very overwhelming. When I was doing mm-hmm. it for the first time, I'm like, "Hey, one year, how can I tell you?" I think it's, you know, I think just to put it out there, it's okay. It's it's overwhelming for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, how many writers do you have in your team right now? So over forty-five thousand have applied to us till date. You know, I think three thousand to four thousand at any given month are active with us. Oh, that's some crazy number. That's some crazy growth. Like in three, four years, three thousand plus writers working. So, uh, now I want to help people like who are in college and they want to start content writing. And Pepper is a great place to start with. But can you tell us what exactly content writing is and how can someone learn it? What are the skills required for it? Right. So I think content writing basically is converting your thoughts into words. If you have to play, put it in simple words, I I think the the form of content writing that earns you money yeah. is one where you can uh, tell what the brand wants to tell to the users. So, for yeah. example, right, let's take Nike. Let's take Nike. Right, Nike is 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 selling to a crowd that probably is athletic, is a fitness enthusiast, right? So, while writing an article for them, you cannot talk. You you have to talk about. you are running you have to talk about fitness you have to talk about the the happiness that you get out of you know fitness so i think the 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 three steps to you know doing content writing would be understanding the 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 selling point of whatever you are selling like every article sells something either a story or a product right so if i am say writing a thought leadership content right so i am selling a a story that i know a lot more about this particular industry than any other person so th- this is probably true for some some service based companies mm-hmm. so if, if you yeah, like you know why why should a person select a service based company x over y right mm-hmm. so th- that happens and they are sure that these com- this 
somebody is a thought leader in that particular segment mm-hmm. right so uh, so why i just telling a story or a thing right then secondly is knowing the audience right what will, what's the interest group of that audience what's what, mm-hmm. what gets, gets them to take what gets them to you know no and then the third part is just sticking to the very nuanced details there are some keywords there are some sentiments there are some you know uh, guidelines that you have to follow i think the third is the least creative part so content writing you know people have uh, uh, people sometimes uh, construe that with creative writing creative mm. writing is a, a jk rowling writing a book right i think mm. that's a different thing but a lot mm. of content writing is actually creative plus restriction is on those those creation right mm-hmm. so it's basically channelizing your creativity in, in a certain way and right? mm-hmm. you cannot write and go and write for nike in the same way that you will probably write for pepper content for example right so pepper content as a brand is doing content marketing our pitch will be very different from what a nike does right so you to very internalize what that brand wants right mm-hmm. what that brand what that company what that person wants right so if you're ghostwriting for someone someone big right if you're say ghostwriting for a ceo of a 100 billion dollar company right you cannot write that similar way if you are go starting for say me which is running a say small company right our perspectives are our scale of thinking our intellectual levels our impact are drastically different right so you need to internalize that everything yeah. that every uh, the whole point is you need to internalize the output of that content writing mm-hmm. and then probably go about writing it right so i think mm-hmm. that's that's one thing Okay, so if I just repeat what you said, so the first step is to understand the business and the person you are writing for, so that you can bring that perspective. And the second yeah. one was uh, what was it? Understand what who you are writing for. Yeah, who you are who writing, writing for. for. Yeah. Yeah. And then third, the restriction nuances and everything. Yeah, exactly. That's very briefly explained. Very well explained. Now, how can someone know that they can become a good content writer? Is there any like thing that Yeah, I think writing, writing as and like any other muscle is a is a developed mm-hmm. muscle, and you can force it to get mm-hmm. better. So you know, uh, one I I I still credit my nanaji for this. So whenever I used to go to my nanaji in the uh, summers when I was a kid, he used to make sure that he used to write something every two three days. So an essay and everything, right? So that I realized has helped me so much. Right? So if you tell me to write a five hundred article on any topic in the world, I'll probably do that in an hour or two. Right, so because it's a it's a muscle that has been trained so much that I can now quickly do every other. Mm. So I think if you want to become a content writer, just pick up any topic and write mm. about it. Pick up any topic. I'm telling you the first article and the fiftieth article that you write will be so starkly different. Yeah, and the hundred will be so starkly different. Right, you'll see your own trajectory. Right, mm. so I think it's a lot about forcing. So nobody like likes to work. Right, nobody likes to sit and write. but it's 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 a muscle right if you have to develop your health you go and lift weights day in and day out right similarly you write 100 days each day something i'm telling you the the results will be phenomenal mm, that's a great advice now uh, do you think content writing would be a sustainable career yeah yeah i think uh, and how much can a content writer could and so i believe content writing i i i believe Uh, content writing can be a sustainable career so much that I'm building company on it. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you know, I think you know our average payouts, you know, range anywhere around seven to ten thousand rupees a month, right? Every payout cycle. To think of it, right? To put that in perspective, the average median 
pay in india right now is 28000 rupees mm. right so if you if you able to contribute 25% 30% to a average indian family that's huge numbers right and mm. i'm telling you as the indian market matures this 25 30% will in no time go to 50% because mm. now suddenly so then now kya ho raha tha because bolta content was treated as a commodity as a checklist ki ha bhai ho gaya now right. to differentiate to differentiate you need good content it's just not okay. a commodity okay. right now people are willing to invest i i knew know of a company that gives 500 dollars for one blog yeah right so that's the range you know we have gone from mm-hmm. 10 paise i've seen 10 paise for you know so basically 50 rupees for a blog to 35000 rupees for a blog mm-hmm. and i've seen that in 3 and a half years so think mm-hmm. of the 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 where we are going eventually right mm-hmm. so the whole point is the the most difficult part would be to creating a middle class in the creator economy the point mm-hmm. will be that every every time as it happens everywhere right the best and the best will earn the lot of money so our goal as pebble is to how do we distribute that wealth more yeah. right that's what we are trying to that's why we are comes the upskilling part where we are working with you folks to yeah. make sure that every writer is a better version of themselves right and we are e- able to distribute the wealth equally so for example you know we recently had our sale pay out of say 50 lakhs yeah right? mm-hmm. that can be distributed in 500 writers as well and that can be distributed in 1000 writers as well yeah. we would prefer the 1000 one where we are equally distributing and creating more and more possibilities by mm-hmm. right so i think that's that that it's a ch- tough problem to solve and that's why we are partnering with you folks mm-hmm. to make sure that we are able to do that Mm-hmm. So guys, in case you are not able to understand what we are saying, so keep an eye. Something interesting in, is cooking. So keep an eye on Pepper's content, everything, so you will understand. So now to say, like as you said, so basically the sky is the limit when it comes to content writing as a freelancer, and you can earn like bare minimum easily, even if you are a student, five to ten thousand easily, and then the sky is the limit, right? Right. Right. That's great. So, uh, any process you want to tell people to learn this thing? Um, take the course that you probably learn soon. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I think that's that's the only process I would like to tell right now. Okay, <laughs> okay, that that's also fair enough. Now, uh, like, and uh, Pepper is a great place to start if you are just beginning uh, to get clients and get work uh, and. other thing that you told was facebook groups and yeah. and and next would be i feel linkedin linkedin is a great place as a content writer i feel yeah yeah i think linkedin all top freelancers you know work for that so mm-hmm. i think that's that's a good place yeah uh, now my final question to you is i want to understand you were talking about vision future a lot of things and i want to hear from you what is the future you see of the content economy and also the freelancing economy because i feel work from home is not just a trend it is here to stay because companies have realized the power it has of cutting down cost and a lot of things it has a lot of benefits like you can hire expertise of someone as a freelancer and a lot of stuff so tell what is the potential and the future you see of the content economy and the freelancing economy yeah dekho uh, ultimately you know we see a place where everyone would be working in multiple companies at the same time right yeah. so think of it as a queuing problem so every company have 
hundred problems already in a queue. Anybody can come up, take one problem, solve, remove that from the queue, and just go and work on some other company. And that's the future, right? You know, you are not on a payroll of one other company. You you are get, you are getting paid handsomely for the hour that you give to a particular company in a week or a month or a year. Right? I think that's the future of content. Is it is so democratized. It is not limited by you know who you know. It's it's you know, and that's why we are also working hard. Right? We are we are trying to make get to a place. Where we are able to tell the problems that people face very accurately without, you know, the need for humans. Well, without the need for you know people uh, getting. I and you shouldn't be able to shouldn't need to talk to understand what your what the company problem is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that's the future. I think everything will be remote. Everything will be not even if remote. I think hybrid. Yeah. And you know, I think you know, content. Video, graphic, audio—it is just going to boom, right? Think, uh, as an as AI automates a lot of stuff, you'll have a lot more time to read, to think, listen, to see. I think, and that's where content comes in. Thank you so much. Like uh, now, this brings us to the end of the uh, podcast. Just any last piece of advice to people who are in college or just getting out of it, or any anything you want to last message you want to give. Then have fun, yeah. At the end of it, have fun doing whatever you're doing. You know, I think that's that's the most important thing. You know, mm-hmm. if you're having fun, you'll probably take up any project, make it a success. You know, and you know, and but if you're not having fun, anything, even the even if you have got if you would have gotten the idea of Apple, you wouldn't have been able to make make it make like. I think that's the whole, the point is, and take up as many things as possible. So. I think the best thing that I did in college was not say not say no to a lot of things because there was nothing to lose, right? College में time है ना तुम एक दिन probably party कम करोगे. But the point is say yes to a lot of things. You know you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So I don't know how what will work out for you, what connections, what people. Say be open to a lot of experiences and have fun. That's all. That's that's what will work for you. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Risha. I know you have a very packed schedule. Thank you so much for doing this. I hope we catch up soon when I come to Mumbai. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, though we live very nearby, only yeah, so please block me. Yeah, looking forward to meeting you once again. Thank you for doing. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Same, same, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening so far and spending your valuable time. I really want you to get involved in this conversation in this dialogue as we think out loud together about our minds our potential and possibilities of different things in this world. You can reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram or LinkedIn for anything that you want to get answered in the upcoming episodes and please feel free to post about your takeaways from this podcast on social media and tag me along. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Till then, keep finding answers.